Welcome to the Watch OK Please podcast, a podcast where three friends try to convince each other to devote what little time they have left to watch more TV and or movies than they've ever wanted to watch. Please join us while we argue about our media cues and waste everyone's valuable time on things that just don't matter. Hey Watchers, it's Jason, and thank you for joining us on another episode of the Watch OK Please podcast. This is episode 63, and I would like to thank our loyal fans who keep supporting us every week. It's fans like you who inspire us to keep making our occasionally good content. This week, I pitched the 2022 anime series Cyberpunk Edgerunners, currently available on Netflix. This is a show which I hadn't seen, but was suggested to me by my 14-year-old son. During the pitch, we discussed the proper generational classification for people born in the late 1970s, reminisce about Parappa the Rapper, and reference podcasts better than ours. If you're digging this podcast, please subscribe and rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or just give us a shout-out on our social media pages. Finally, if you have a show or movie you want us to watch, please leave us a voicemail on our Anchor page at anchor.fm backslash watchokplease. All right, watchers, let's take a time machine to a dystopian future where I'll pitch Cyberpunk Edge Runner. Hey, watchers, this is Jason, and I'm here today to pitch a show that I haven't actually seen. So this could be a interesting pitch. This show is Cyberpunk Edge Runner. And the reason I am pitching this show is because my 14-year-old son has told me that I absolutely have to see this show. And in fact, he said, "You need to do this on the podcast. It is going to be a great show. You're going to love it on the podcast." And so here we are. I am now pitching you the show Cyberpunk Edge Runner. Mostly because my 14-year-old wants to force me to watch anime. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great time to announce the the next sister podcast coming out. Uh, My my progeny wants me to watch anime podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This might be the best pitch ever. Um, (laughs) Based on the fact that someone else is just telling you to do this and you've never seen the show. Maybe this is what the podcast should be. We should just be like having our children tell us what we have to watch. And, uh, you know, we get what we get. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Essentially, we turned into a, one really long, like, version of those reaction videos where old people react to things. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I totally see that happen. We're, I, I think we've now crossed that corner where we're now officially old and we're just like out of touch, unfortunately. Just like a little bit, you know, we don't like to think yeah. we are, but, you know, every once in a while, there'll be like a news story about some celebrity. And I'm like, who's this? And, you know, Anna's like, we're, we're, I don't yeah. know who that is, you know, we're not, we're not full boomer. We're just partial boomer. Yeah. <laughs> we're practically millennials, actually. Yes. Yeah. I like the Zennial title, like just be, based on her age range, that sort of bridging the gap between millennials and Gen X and just the descriptions I've heard of that sort of gap bridging uh generation it's the one that makes the most sense to me Mm. that's why we all like new girl so much because that is the perfect show (laughs) for the what did you call them zennials there you go yeah i love it 
Uh, this is this is where you this is where you come to us for is you learn about the generation gaps. Exactly. <laughs> you know, a- a- anthro- anthropology one one. I have to say, which one, only one response to that, and that would be, "Who's the daddy of anthropology?" Bronslaw <laughs> <Russell> Malinowski. <laughs> <laughs> a joke that three people will get. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a deep cut right there. That's a yeah. deep cut. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, do any of the people who get that joke listen to the podcast? Probably not. <laughs> but I'm sure, you never know. You may have some random anthropology major that might have you know studied. You never know. That is possible. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So uh, so so where, where can we find this one? This anime. This show is available on Netflix. Oh, okay. That's very easy for many people to get access to. Very easy from your from your sister's or friend's account, you know, if need be. Don't, don't tell Netflix I said that. <laughs> it's my. It looks like it's a fairly recent show. It, it came out, I believe, in. Oh, it premiered in September of 2022. I thought it was earlier in the year, but it literally Same came here. out September. So it's it's very recent. Wow. So, yeah. So they were topical. I like it. Full disclosure. So I listen to a better podcast than ours called Get Played, mm. uh, which is uh, used to be called How Did This Get Played? It's on the Earwolf Network. It's basically about video games. And um, the hosts are excellent. Uh, definitely recommend checking out. But a couple weeks ago, they did a episode about uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runner that I listened to, but don't remember anything about. Like, I just, I know it's connected to the <laughs> video game. I tend to listen to this pod while like while I'm in the shower and then just to have something to listen to and then I'll just have it on to to kind of just get through it because some episodes are really good and some are are about games that I have no interest in. So I just let it play to to just so they get a play. But I remember listening to this. I'm aware it's connected to the cyber uh cyberpunk twenty seventy seven game, which mm. I never got into because I heard it was so buggy and it just didn't there was so much hype around it that I just wasn't that interested. It's more stable now, from my yeah. from my understanding. I, I haven't played it either, but yeah, yeah. So Simon, that's like his favorite game now, and he said he said the same thing you just said that they've totally fixed all the bugs, and it's apparently an amazing game if you're into gaming. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, all, all I mean, all the trailers and, and screenshots and stuff I've seen from it, it, it looks pretty pretty awesome. You know, I mean, you got the Keanu angle on the on this as well. You know, in that regard. So there's yeah, there there are a lot of you know cool. And again, this, the 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 framework of the story I hear is pretty awesome, and I'm assuming that kind of translates into some of what the show is is going to d- deal with as well. Yeah. So if if I remember correctly from the podcast that I sort of recall, it does seem to be connected to the to the video game in a rather meaningful way. There, but it it definitely goes its in, in its own direction. That's all I remember, really. Yeah, that's helpful. According to Wikipedia, it's a prequel, so I mm-hmm. guess. If you're going to play the game, this presumably wouldn't ruin anything for the game. It it sounds mm-hmm. like they're related, but but definitively separate. It, it sounds like it kind of you know it it, it helps kind of um, bridge the tone between you know the, the 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 future that this is set in, basically you know you know in that regard. Mm-hmm. So that's it's pretty neat. So it, it, it it's like you know very you know, dystopian you know cybernetics, all that kinds of stuff and whatnot. So again, it's that's a it's a it's a huge thing that everyone's really much into. I mean, you look at you know other anime series out there like Ghost in the Shell and you know comparative ones that have you done a lot of you know work with cybernetics and whatnot, or you can go super deep and go to Bubblegum Crisis. You know, there's a lot you can go with that in that regard. But again, you, you, you don't have to tell me to watch an anime. 
you know, <laughs> it's it, it's a pretty easy sell for me, honestly. But yeah. <laughs> so, Dan, I know you're a, a huge anime person, and that's partly why when my son mentioned this, I thought this might be a good fit for you. Yeah. I'm actually un- less certain about you, Nyan. I am personally am not a huge anime person. Uh, how are you generally about anime? I really pick and choose. Like, I'd probably go to the more mainstream stuff. Like, when Cowboy Bebop came out, I was mm. I really, really dug that. Dan uh, has tried to have me watch many Gundam uh, series, but really, Gundam Wing is the one that stuck with me. The one, yeah. that, the ones that were on Adult Swim, that kind of stuff is kind of tsunami. Well, yeah, oh yeah, tsunami. Um, and, and oh, and and for the record, R.I.P. Cartoon Network. What is it dead? Uh yeah, Zaslav killed it. Oh, awesome, cool. Because kids don't need cartoons. It, it'll uh, it'll be reformulated in some way, shape, or form. I'm assuming, but yeah, it's going away. <laughs> weird. It's 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 not producing. It's not making money. So uh, not that much money apparently. So it's going. Gotcha. Okay. I guess overall, I I sort of. I'll jump in and out of it. If, if if folks are like, if folks are getting together to watch series, kind of like what Dan and a couple other friends of ours and even uh, former guests, sure, have gotten together and actually done entire marathon watches. And those are ones I've, I've popped in on uh, where we just, we spent like a weekend just going through an entire series. Uh, the one that was the most traumatic, which is the one a lot of folks are familiar with was uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, yeah. Yeah starts off as a normal sort of it presents itself as sort of a standard giant robot um fighter and then just gets real weird it, yeah it's it truly you can see the the uh the creator kind of have a nerve a mental breakdown throughout the, the the 26 episodes of the original series and it by the end it's wild like it is it is truly disconnected from where it started it is so strange because his entire life has fallen apart it, it is and and, and... There have been multiple people out there who've actually written college, basically papers or dissertations on its analysis because it does draw from like everyone from Kubrick to you know various different points of philosophy. There's a lot of really kind of you know, crazy stuff that's going on in the background that not everyone will pick up on at least on the first watch. So that's why it's a uh, it's interesting how you know there are, again there are different realms. Some anime is simply just eye candy or whatnot, and some of it can be more deep, I guess, in that regard. And everyone takes something different out of it. So obviously, you know, nine says, you know, he has a certain kind of a new dip that he'll go in for. Yeah. There's got, there's gotta be a hook for me. Cause I wouldn't just randomly start watching a show unless I, you know, have a good recommendation from someone there. I just don't have a, it doesn't draw me in all the time, but every mm-hmm. like with certain things I will, I'll be per- completely fascinated. Like the other, another example I can think of is the, the movie perfect blue, uh, which yeah. I saw in college with Dan, I think. And that was just a really interesting, suspenseful movie. And that that's something I'd probably even just rewatch randomly. Like I'd show my wife and stuff because it's it's a pretty good movie on its own, independent of, you know, the genre. So for me, it, I think for, for me to get interested in anime, it kind of has to pop up from the overall anime, you know, uh, field and, and distinguish itself in some way. That's why I've kind of been interested in the Miyazaki stuff over time. Mm-hmm. And the, so I'll dip in with stuff like that. But it's never it's never been a go to for me, so I'm kind of curious to see how 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 far you know when, when we're classifying this as anime, and I think it's interesting that we're talking about a game that I think is primarily, from what I understand, set in an English speaking world. To how that translates, because I'm just the stuff I generally see from anime is is mostly based in Japan. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good that's a good point. I mean, and, and I think that 
you know, even though it is based in Japan, you know, the actual look and feel of the characters, and the, there's a there's a whole you know list of potential reasons why people say that you know they the characters look so Western for the most part and whatnot. And uh, but again, with that within itself, I think is interesting. We all had a look, kind of a look at some of the the people who are working or worked on this uh, project, you know, via the uh, Wikipedia entry on this. And there's a lot of interesting things we can glean from this for sure. So the same people who created the game also had kind of had a say in some of the story that was you know being uh, put put together on this and they then they brought in some additional uh uh talent uh from both the video game side and also from the from the anime side but the animation studio is probably might be a name that most people might be familiar with nowadays and that's studio trigger so studio trigger has done a, a huge amount of various different uh, works out there i mean for me one of my favorites they, they one of my favorites then uh gurren lagan kill a kill or just a few of them that they've done but they've done it so many more beyond that and they've they've become tremendously prolific because there's there's a lot of alumni from other um since shuttered studios or other or more kind of well-documented studios and they're kind of they were kind of like new kid on the block and like the in the knots and they kind of definitely come into their own in the past 10 15 years yes <laughs> but so so, so one, one interesting thing i want to mention here that the opening theme for this series is this fire by Franz Ferdinand? So oh, it's cool. it, it's really cool that they're able because there's been a few other a few other places that have gotten some more I would say mainstream acts to you know do different things. And Jojo's Bizarre Adventure had used uh, Ario Speedwagon for their ending theme song. Ergo Proxy had used a Radiohead song as their ending theme, I believe, as well. And or is it opening thing? I can't remember. But yeah, so there's been a handful of you know these places that have used you know, more mainstream artists as opposed to just, you know, your Japanese voice talent. So, but on the music front as well, I, I noticed here, Akira Yama, Yamaoka, and I, the name looks familiar, I didn't know why, and I had to look at his profile. He did all the music for Silent Hill. Oh, interesting. I've never actually played any Silent Hill games, but they're classics. So probably classics for a reason. So that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and the voice talent's a pretty deep uh, amount of work behind them across a, a lot of different, you know, series of various different types, you know, everything from, you know, mecha, drama. So they, they, they just carry, you know, through a lot of different things, which is pretty neat. So, I mean, the voice talent here is, uh, you know, pretty, looks pretty amazing to me. So, I mean, I, I'm definitely going to be on board with that aspect of it. Jason, have you watched your son play the original uh, the Cyberpunk 2077? Uh, no, normally he locks the door and doesn't let me in the room when he plays. <laughs> nice. Fair enough. <laughs> I was wondering what your impressions of the game might be, but that's, that's a fair response from a teenager. So maybe that's what I'll do. I'll watch the episodes we're going to, we're going to watch this week. And then I'll also see if I can watch actual cyberpunk, the game, and then I will provide some feedback and uh, comparison between the two. And if he won't let you in the room, you can always go on Twitch and just watch people stream it. That's true. There you go. Yeah. Nice. All right. So the show has 10 episodes. They're all about roughly 25 minutes or so. Uh, I'm thinking we watch the first three. That would Sounds be about 30, you know, it'd be an hour and 15 minutes of content. It's 30% of the series. I think we'd have a pretty good sense of whether or not we want to continue or not by then, hmm. if that works for everybody. Yeah. Sure. So I had to pop into the director too to see what he's done, and I'm going to throw this one out there because this is a deep cut over here. But uh, he directed the ending animation sequence for Parappa the Rapper. 
Oh, that game was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but he's in a whole bunch. He also was on Namco versus Namco. Uh, Wait, uh, Jason, are you familiar with Pro Rapper the Rapper? Nope. Dan, do you want to explain? <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. So basically, you, you know how all these kind of like uh, sequence mimic games have come out. Basically, you know, Dance Dance Revolution and you know every, and everything else in between Guitar Hero, that kind of stuff. Back before all that became a big craze, there existed Pro Rapper the Rapper. And basically, you know, he's this dog character who, who basically you have to follow the the, the rap st- the movement slash rap stylings of his of his of his of his teacher here, and and you basically have to go through all the different combinations and do it exactly as they they tell you to. It's basically go to the next level. And there's there, there's a great little um, and there's gonna be three out there. I'm sure it's out there on YouTube uh, of a, of a cut of it, and it, and it's actually pretty pretty catchy, honestly, in my opinion. So yeah, just one of those ones where you match the the buttons on the screen and to get them to progress. Yeah. It was a fun time. It, it's, it's incredibly silly, but it, it's just, it's fun. We'll definitely have to. Yeah, see see. Clip. Boy, there's so much I'm learning uh, this episode. I, I need to start taking notes here. <laughs> I, I think the, the quote I'm thinking of is never, nevertheless, you get the less of a teacher now kick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's, he's in a whole bunch of stuff, actually. I mean, he, he, he did. Yeah. He actually, this guy actually directed kill a kill. Like I mentioned, and Gurren Lagan. Oh, most recently, and you didn't see this here. He did um, the Twins episode of Star Wars Visions that just dropped. He invited a whole bunch of anime studios to do kind of these anime shorts in the Star Wars universe. And the Twins was one of the more out there ones. I'm like, hey, this reminds me of Gurren Lagan. I'm like, oh, that's why. Because <laughs> the guy directed it, did directed Gurren Lagan. <laughs> so it makes a whole lot of sense here. So, but yeah, he's, he's in a whole bunch of like, you know, class of. Actually, he was a key animator on Yen Genesis Evangelion. Look at that. Full circle. Jason, you should just watch Ava independently. It's on Netflix, if I remember correctly. It's a re- really weird trip. Yeah. All right. I got to check that out, too. So I'm, I'm going to add it to the list. All right. Let's see. A- a- Ava Parappa. Parappa the Rappa. Parappa the Rappa. And uh, Cyberpunk. I will check all those out. Wow. This guy worked on Ninja Slayer, Inferno Cop, Black Rock Shooter, Redline. Wow. And Musashi, too. Wow. This guy's got deep. And FL, he did direct an episode of FLCL too. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> I've only seen like the, I guess the cover art. Did the, your son mention how he thought the the art might be, art style might be, at all? He didn't. I'm hoping it's good, especially because it's very contemporary. I, I know for me that was one of the things I found the most frustrating about Black Lagoon. Right. Is you know it was a slightly older show, scaled back animation, just like a little rough. And yeah. I know there are people out there who absolutely love it, you know, but for me, that was definitely something that sort of detracted. So I'm hoping because this is a very recent and, you know, they're using computers and whatnot to animate now. I'm hoping it looks good. Yeah. I mean, just the cover art. I mean, I mean, it looks fairly colorful. I mean, um, the, the character designs look pretty, look pretty interesting and they, they, they look, they look a lot I guess younger and younger and fresher in various different ways. So yeah, it'll be, I mean, again, if, if, if it's as fluid as I think we're kind of getting to the point at from a black lagoon, if it's more fluid than that, then I think that'll be a huge, huge jump in its direction. Sure. Cool. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I hope you guys are too. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Well, that happened, folks, which uh, brings us to the end of another episode of the Watch OK, Please podcast. We hope you had a good time listening to us spout more nonsense today and hope you join us next week for another exercise in utility. In the meantime, please rate and review us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
or just tell a friend about us. Until next week, keep on watching.